Welcome to Nirvana Sisters Podcast, where we take the intimidation out of well-being and beauty to help you achieve your highest state, your nirvana. We are sisters-in-law and your hosts. I'm Amy Sherman. And I'm Katie Chandler. So let's get into some real conversation. I have my wine. Sorry, you don't have any. Cheers. I don't need a drink tonight. Um, It's been very morning, so I'm using an excuse. And then I don't know if you saw the, um, oh, I didn't send it to you. Have you seen this meme? Um, I'm going to send it to you right now and I'll read it. It says the CD. I don't know if you saw this going around during like the height of Omicron, but it says the CDC says it's not Omicron. Omicron. The CDC says it's not Omicron unless it comes from the Omnicrone region of France. Otherwise, it's just sparkling COVID. Um, (laughs) That's great. That's what our episode's about. I love it. So Katie and I, so welcome to the show. Welcome back to Nirvana Sisters. Katie and I wanted to do a quick little bonus episode, a recap, because we've both somewhat recovered from COVID. We both were sick over the um, perfectly timed winter holiday. So all of our plans got canceled and we were both home um, recover or being sick with COVID, recovering, being sick. So um, yeah, we just thought it would be helpful to do an episode so you all could hear what we went through because um, I think both of us were, have been super paranoid the last two years. We didn't want to get sick. We didn't know how it would affect us. We both have different sorts of you know, Katie with autoimmune, me with like all my vestibular stuff. So we were both really worried, but of course we both got it. It's inevitable at this point. I got it from my son, Jules, who I think got it from his basketball team. And um, then it went to my husband, to me. And for some reason, Jackson, my 14 year old, almost 15 year old did not get it, but everybody else seemed to get it. And we're all recuperated, but I'll let Katie talk about hers and then I can go through my experience. Did Jackson, did you guys ever check him for antibodies? Like, I wonder if he has had it asymptomatically at some point and had antibodies, you know? We've never checked him for antibodies, but he gets tested every week at school. Oh, that's right. So he was, oh yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't um, know if it would show up. I also, right. do you know the side note? I have to get tested before I go for this work trip. But since I've had COVID, I'm not sure because they don't test you because like at school, they're not testing jewels for 90 days because I guess it could still show up as positive. As positive. So yeah, I'm like, if I've I get tested and it shows up for positive, I don't know what that means. For whatever reason, I have heard that for children, but not for adults. And like we mm. all tested negative once we finally cleared up, Adam and through I. PCR though? On um, rapid. Yeah, but not PCR. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't do a PCR. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So I got COVID from, we think Adam brought it home from Vegas. It was so generous of him to bring that home. And not only did he bring it home from Vegas, but he brought it home on my 40th birthday. So that was a fun one. Amazing. Best party ever. Um, and it, I don't know, our experience was weird. Like Adam had it first and he had super mild head cold. We didn't even think it was COVID, which is what everyone's saying now. And then I started to get sick. My first day I was just like super tired, slept on the couch all day long. Second day, just kind of draggy and feeling like garbage. And then by the third day I couldn't, I was having breathing problems. Like I wasn't 
not breathing, but I wasn't like, I had to, what did the doctor say? The doctor said to me, if you are panting, if you can't take deep breaths, and if your oxygen level drops below 95 and stays there consistently, and I couldn't take deep breaths and I was panting when I would do the stairs. So that's when we decided and were to were you taking hospital. your pulse too? Yeah, my like pulse ox was fine. Yeah, the which is a which for listeners, if you don't have one, you should for sure have what is it? A, pul- a, a pulse oximeter, yeah, which yeah. is that little like clip that the doctors put on your fingertip when you go to the to the doctor's office. They check your temperature and your blood pressure and your pulse ox, and you can get it at any drugstore for super cheap. But that's a really good COVID tool because it it measures whether or not you're getting enough oxygen. And I was, it was dipping, but then it would go back up. So she said it's totally normal. It was more just like but you went I've to got the this hospital, autoimmune you went to the ER? Stuff. Yeah, went to the ER because of the autoimmune stuff and the fact that it was definitely hard to breathe and I didn't want to decline further more than anything. Right. So I went there, they gave me a breathing treatment. Great. Started to feel like instantly better. And then they also gave me the monoclonal antibodies, which this is really interesting, listeners. I was offered the, the MABs. And of course, not knowing much about them, I just said, are there any side effects? And they said, um, you know, we just monitor you to make sure you don't go into anaphylactic shock. And that's really it. And so I said, well, so wait, yeah, back like, up a second. How did it come up? Like, were they just offering it? Because I heard it's hard to get. Like, what was their... Be, uh, yeah, I or mean, is it because you have an autoimmune? Yeah, it's because of the autoimmune and moreover, it's because I'm life dependent on uh, steroids. So that's mm. like an, the steroids I take are an immunosuppressant. So he even right. came into me. He's like, I just called the like um, infectious disease, da, 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 and you're clear, blah, blah, blah. So I took it because I thought, all right, well, this is just going to get me better faster. And I was too sick to think about any downside. I, they told me nothing else could possibly happen. Hmm. Meanwhile, cut to I'm better. I don't have COVID. But what I do have now is post-COVID syndrome or the doctor thinks a potential bad reaction to the monoclonal antibodies. So that's kind of crazy. And I saw the other day that they're not giving them to people because a lot of people are having bad reactions. Oh, so they're probably really interesting. Which I hadn't heard anything about because I would have taken them too because I thought they were good and I would have just been like, oh yeah, I'll take them. Why not? But who knew that they could affect you so adversely? Yeah, of course. And I mean, they, I'm sure they probably have saved a lot of people, like a lot of older people probably would have gotten a lot worse, a lot faster without it, you know? Yeah. But had I known, I might have just like, I might have just rode the wave. Like I might have just, yeah, you know, done the breathing And who knows and if like you would have felt out. different if you had them or you didn't have them. Who knows? It's yeah. just everyone probably... Yeah. So what is she saying so, to do now? So how do you feel now? Like, what is she doing to treat it? Like, when did it actually, when did your COVID go away versus, because I knew you felt good for a while and then it kind of came back. Yeah, I was, I was sick for like four days and then I felt great. And I was like, okay, go antibodies, definitely working. And then, but I was still draggy, like how, you know, you felt it too. Like mm-hmm. you just mm-hmm. feel like your endurance and your strength isn't up. Like you're not sick, but you're not yourself either. Right. And then a week later, I got ambitious and did Pilates and went to stretch lab and had them stretch me out. And I was so sick after that. And so I think that was it. It was like, I would get better and then I would decline and then I would get better and then I would decline. And now we are, I think like six weeks out and mm-hmm. I'm still having issues. So, but I want, before we go like into a deep dive of all of the post COVID stuff, I want to hear more like your experience with it too. Yeah. Cause we both had um, the, 
the taste and smell thing. Yeah. So mine, same thing. I just, I was expecting to get it because Jules had it and Stu got it. So I figured I'm going to get it. Um, we were really careful in the house. We tried to keep everyone separated, but you know, as you know, it's kind of impossible. Um, so I got it and I started feeling like kind of cold symptoms, like headachey, a lot of sinus pressure, um, for days, but I was testing negative, but I knew I was like, I'm going to test positive at some point. Cause I wouldn't just feel this way. I don't think it's a coincidence. And so the same thing happened with Stu. He had symptoms, but when he tested himself for days, he was negative. And then it was like one day he tested himself, he was negative. The next day he was positive. So the same thing happened with me. I was like, I know I'm going to test positive at some point because I don't feel right. Like my body just felt like, like achy. I had um, a lot of sinus pressure and I just felt off. And then I tested myself a couple of days after that when I was starting to feel a little bit better. And of course it was positive. And then from that point on, I didn't, I still had a cold. I mean, I, I would say the cold lasted for like a week or two, but it was very minimal after like a couple of days of feeling shitty. But I was so tired. My biggest thing was I'm yeah. still a little bit tired. But back I, a couple of weeks ago, I was like so tired. I had no energy. Even if I slept, I just felt so lethargic. So that was like my biggest symptom. And then actually my biggest symptom was the taste and smell thing. And I'm so glad, Katie, that you told me your taste and smell went. Because most people that have Omicron, like that's that's not really a side effect. I know with the other strain it was. I mean, I guess it can be, who knows? <clears throat> but so I'm so glad you had told me you had that because when I started getting that, I was like, okay, I'm not like the only person. But it was and we both we so both strange. got it towards the end. You got towards it towards the, the end. end and I got it towards the end. That was yeah. like my last symptom, but that's the one that lasted the longest. So I didn't have taste or smell for probably two to two and a half weeks. It was long. And yeah. It was the most, it was the strangest experience. And I have to say, I'm so grateful to have my taste and smell back because you don't think about it. You're like, oh, that'd be great. I wouldn't eat anything and I'd lose weight. But it's like the opposite because no. every time you're like tasting things like, oh, can I taste this? Can I taste this? And it was so weird because I was cooking dinner one night with like onions and garlic and I couldn't smell any of it. So I couldn't smell like the kitchen aromas. Oh, wait, is that, was that your moment? Uh, yeah, like what was the aha moment? We were like, wait a second, this is gone. Was it that moment? I was eating something and it tasted like, it didn't taste like anything. And I'm like, this is so weird. And then I started noticing it. And then I started getting anxious and paranoid and testing everything. And then I'm like, oh, I can't taste anything. This is so weird. And then I noticed that night, I'm like, I'm going to cook with onions and garlic. Literally couldn't smell anything. I'd put my nose up to it, couldn't even smell anything. And like yeah. the first day this started happening, I put my nose, my litmus test was I put my nose up to like the Lysol wipes because they're so strong to smell them. And I could faintly smell them. But like the next day and for the next two and a half weeks, I couldn't smell the Lysol container at all. I couldn't smell cooking. I couldn't smell anything. Um, and yeah. it was just so bizarre, which then it affects your. I guess your taste buds or they, those go too. they kind of go together, I guess. So it couldn't taste anything. So it was just really like kind of depressing. It was like, I don't mm -hmm. know. You just don't realize how much you appreciate eating and drinking and smelling things. Like it's just a sense that you just take for granted. So anyway, that was interesting. And like, finally, thank God it started coming back like somewhat recently, I would say. And it was like a little bit at a time I could, I could start tasting things like more stronger, um, tastes, I could start tasting again and now it's totally back, but it was really 
kind of scary for a while. And same with the smell. I think my smell isn't a hundred percent back yet, but it's definitely back, but it's not like perfect, but it's getting there. Um, and it was funny. I went to my dentist the other day and I asked him because obviously he's meeting and talking to a million people. And I said, is it like normal to lose your taste and smell? Like, will it come back? And he's like, yeah. He's like, from what I've seen, he's like, of course, there's no studies on it yet. Cause it's too new. He's like, but most of the people I know that have lost their smell, like 90% of 90% of the time it comes back. He's like, but in some cases it doesn't come back or it comes back, but it's never the same. So he's like, it's interesting, but it's, uh, I actually, when I was moving into this house, we had a mover and he mentioned, I said, like, do you want lunch? We're providing everybody lunch. And he said, he said, no, I, I can't taste anything. I said, oh, COVID. And he said, yeah, I haven't had it for a year. He oh. hasn't had his taste or smell for a year. Oh my I thought, God. I was like, and I mean, I had like the, a really short version of what you had. I think mine was gone for like four days. I remember like the last thing I could taste was a cup of coffee. And then at lunchtime, I realized it was gone, but it's weird how it slowly comes back. Did you have times yes. where you would, you would like eat something and you could taste it and then it would go away. And then you'd like, uh, like 10 bites later, you could taste it and then it would go away. That it was like such no. a tease that happened to me. I didn't really have that, times. but I was, and I know we were texting about this back and forth during the time I was going on TikTok and finding all the hacks. Yes. Or, and none of them, I mean, actually I did do the peppermint um, where you put essential oils in your nose. So first you do coconut oil just to like have a layer, I guess. Then you do peppermint oil and then you do um, rosemary. Rosemary. Yeah, it was like peppermint oil and then rosemary. So the first day I did that, actually, I could, I couldn't really smell the peppermint oil, but I could definitely like feel some sort of impact. Like, so I was like, okay, I'm going to keep doing this. So I did do that for like probably two weeks. And I think that did help get things moving again. Um, and my doctor also recommended doing the essential oils. But anyway, that was like my biggest that thing. So that's back. And I still feel like tired here and there. And so does Stu, but thankfully I'm like fully recovered, but I know that you're still struggling. Yeah, I am. But really funny. Uh, just, I want to mention that one of the, t- the stupidest TikTok hacks that I tried for my taste and smell. Did you see the one where you flick the back of your neck? Did you see that video? Oh my God. I saw that and I was going to do it. And then I was just like, didn't, but cause that same I did guy it. did the essential oils and then he did yeah. the back of the neck. Did Adam flick the back of your neck? I, I made him do it like four or five times. I was like, forget this. This is the stupidest thing in the world. It's not working now. It did nothing. So funny. Yeah, I saw that. But too. I think I the essential that. oils did work. Yeah, the essential oils. I did that too. Yeah, it was funny. When I was doing the essential oils, I was like, this is a good hack for like allergies. Cause like my husband always, Stu always has allergies. And I told I had him do it that night. He was like done with um with with COVID. But I was like, oh, do this, see if it clears your head. Cause he's always like stuffed up. He's like, oh my God, it totally cleared my head. I was like, oh, this is like a good hack for allergies oh, when good. you feel stuffed up because it totally clears you out, the peppermint. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. So I have either, as you know, the post, I, I think at this point it's like, we're, it's probably post COVID syndrome and not a monoclonal antibody reaction because that's exactly what happened. I got better and then I got sick and then I got sick again, but I didn't get sick COVID sick. I got mm. like a whole new set of symptoms, like the really bad fatigue. And my biggest thing has been um, like joint pain and muscle pain. And it's really manifesting almost like um, like an, a rheumatoid arthritis or a fibromyalgia oh, wow. uh, diagnosis. People that I talk to about it that are like in the, in the industry, I guess, if you will, have compared it to that, like doctors and then friends that I have that, you know, et cetera. So I'm going to meet with a rheumatologist next week, I think. But I don't know. I don't know what it like either. 
it's post COVID syndrome and it's just kind of like have, has, I have this symptom and it's going to go away, which is what I'm incredibly hopeful yeah. for. And yeah. this is common. I have read this is, this oh, does happen. Like this is for sure a post COVID syndrome thing. Yeah. But I've also read that COVID does trigger these illnesses in people. Or if mm. you had something underlying, it brings it to the forefront. So, I mean, there's really no way. I have no way of telling until, you know, it's like time will yeah, tell. Yeah, you'll see. I mean, hopefully, you know, it'll just go away over time. Just seems Yeah, and it's not like otherwise. I'm sick. Right, I'm not sick all the time. I mean, my doctor, you know, I was on steroids, a therapeutic dose of steroids, and they helped a lot, and I haven't been on Yeah, did that Sunday. help to, like, clear out all, like, any, all the remaining whatever? I, I mean, while I was on them, I definitely got better, but... I started getting the symptoms again yesterday, but it's not like, like at, at one point it was so bad that I was, all I could do was lay in bed and stare in the ceiling and cry. Like I could oh. not function. I was absolutely bedridden for multiple, multiple days. So I'm, I don't have that. Thank God, Thank God I don't have that. But it's, I, I, I can't say that it's gone. It's not gone. Like it's still there. I'm, but mm. it's like, you know, it's tolerable. I'm taking, taking Tylenol, I'm taking Advil and carrying on. So yeah, we okay, shall well, see. We shall see. So and we just, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say the other thing that I think helped me through COVID, like get over COVID more quickly. I think on like the second, the day after I got out of the hospital, I went into plant-based and I were think, you in that, and like, were you in the hospital overnight? No, it was oh, just no, no, for no. the day. I was just, just there for the day. The day, okay. the day after I was in the hospital, I started to eat plant-based and I, I think that it helped me like granted, I had all this other crap happen, but mm. in that acute moment of like getting out of COVID, I, it did help. So I think that for the listener, if you get COVID once you're like feeling well enough to actually care for yourself and do some wellness tools and things like that, it's, I think it, it, it it's helpful. It, it just like takes out inflammation and, you know, I think it, it makes a difference. So it's something worth yeah, trying. Yeah. And weren't you saying struggling. too, that when you couldn't eat, you tried meat and it was like nasty. Yes. The texture. Did you try Ugh. any when you couldn't? I smell? did. Yeah. And I, well, you told me that. So then I tried like chicken or something when I couldn't eat and I, it was like, <laughs> it was horrible. So gross. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, I don't the love thing, meat anyway, but like, it right. was just like, yeah, the texture, the it's whole like, thing was gross. With your nose and your taste, it's like an itch that you can't scratch. And so you keep exactly trying, right? right? Like you're, you're like, hmm, let me, maybe I can taste this. Maybe I could taste this. And so next thing right, you're you know, like, how like, can I not taste my onion. face? Right. Yeah. Me too. Ridiculous. I was like trying yeah. like onion, mustard, like all these random things and nothing was working. But anyway, we just wanted to do a quick little episode to let you guys know that you are not alone if you are home sick with COVID. It seems like everyone is going through it. We just kind of wanted to give you our experience and some of the things we tried. Clearly, we're not doctors. You know, we're just giving you our experience and, um, you know, hoping that this is the last of it. I know, Katie, you said one of your friends who's a doctor said that hopefully this is the yes. endemic. Yes. she And I've heard this from multiple sources that Omicron is enough of a tolerable variant. And it's so highly contagious that so many people are going to get it, that it is going to absolutely give us herd immunity. Mm -hmm. So it's just going to turn into like, oh, you 
did you have the flu this year? Oh, did you have COVID this year? Oh, did you have a cold this year? Unfortunately, I think that's what it's going to turn into, but hopefully it's going to be more and more tolerable and God willing, it stops giving people like post-COVID syndrome and all this other weird stuff that it does. Right. That's the weird stuff. So yeah, the endemic, that's what we're pushing for. Hopefully. So how are we wrapping up this episode? What are we saying? That's a a good question. Um, get vaccinated. <laughs> oh, yes. Get get vaccinated 100%. Oh, and also to say, I was vaccinated, double vaccinated and boosted and still got yeah. uh, Corona. And Katie, you were double, double vaccinated. No booster. Yeah, not yet. And I wonder, I don't know if it makes a difference. Like, I know that if you have, I mean, I've seen it everywhere and doctors and everyone says, if you are, if you've gotten vaccinated and you've gotten um, your booster, you could still obviously get COVID, especially Omicron, but your symptoms won't be as bad. So I am so thankful that I had that under my belt because if I didn't have that, who knows how bad it could have been. Same with you. So absolutely. That was no, really without good, a doubt. So. Omicron is sadly killing people and it is sadly hospitalizing people that aren't vaccinated for sure. Right. So, yeah, so it so sounds like everybody that. in the hospital is, uh, is not, not vaccinated. Yeah. So yeah. Get, get your vaccine anyway. friends. Yes. And, um, after you recover from Omicrone, you can then have a glass of wine and do a little <laughs> cheers to the endemic. That's right. Bye. Thanks for listening to Nirvana Sisters. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes. Please subscribe and leave us a review. Also, find us on Instagram at Nirvana Sisters. If you loved what you just listened to or know someone that would, please share it and tag us. Tune in next week for a fresh new episode of Nirvana Sisters. We'll continue to watch out for all things wellness so you don't have to. Bye. Bye.